Welcome back to the G-Truth, where you can get the one and only good truth that you get nowhere else. Nowhere else. Um, but I do have to start out with an apology for my last episode, where, I mean, my best excuse is that my phone wasn't working, my computer wasn't recording well, and I said that I would be going on to the next segment, and I had things planned out it was for like all the chaos that's going on in the NFL, with the Steelers, uh, with the Oakland Raiders, and I forgot the other one. Uh, it'll come back to me soon, but I just gotta move past that. It wasn't working, and yeah, but now I got things working for now, so hopefully that stays that way. I promise it won't happen again, and yeah, let's dive right into what this whole episode is gonna be about. Uh, it's gonna be about my predictions for the wild card games in the NFL. Um, yeah, so let's start off. All right, first game is going to be the Indianapolis Colts playing against the Texans in Houston. Yes, Houston Texans in Houston. All right. The Colts have been on fire for the past 10 games. This is literally with um, Andrew Luck just putting up an putting up his MVP case. They've been 9-1 in their last 10 games, ending the season on a very good note with a four-game winning streak, including a win over the Texans and a win over the Tennessee Titans, which put them in the playoffs. And then there's a blowout win against the Tennessee Titans, and the Titans have one of the best defenses in the whole league. Now, the Texans, on the, on the other hand, ended their season with a win, but they ended their, their last four games going 2-2. Two and two. They kind of slid, and their defense also kind of slid down. Their offense kind of, I mean, their offense was good. I mean, that's why they won those games. But it just hasn't been the exact same feeling that that carried with them earlier in the season. Now, the Colts do have a great offensive line, which I think will... Um, somewhat neutralize J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney. It won't com- completely neutralize them because they, they they will get their pressure on Andrew Luck uh, because they're just that good. But but they're not going to get or perform as well as as they would say last year against the beat up, horrible Colts uh, offensive line. And then this Colts defense is also getting better. Will it hold Deshaun Watson to under like 10, 15 points? No, it'll be high scoring game but it'll it'll show up when it matters most that's what i believe now this houston defense is also great but i don't think it'll be good enough to get pressure consistent pressure on andrew luck or force him to turn the ball over and i think that right now but the way the way that both of them have been playing i think andrew luck right now is the better quarterback than deshaun watson and i think that ultimately that will be the difference in this game, and I have the Colts winning in a shootout game, but they but but they escape with the victory and move on to play against the Kansas City Chiefs. Next game up is the Seahawks and Cowboys. Now both of these games are on Saturday, so Saturday night is this uh, Cowboys and Seahawks game. Believe it or not, I I have the Cowboys winning, even though. A lot of people are saying that the Seahawks are going to win. I have the Cowboys winning. Their their passing attack is very, very similar. But the Cowboys get a lot more yards that way. 
than, than the Seahawks do. Now, I'm not saying that Russell Wilson is worse than Dak Prescott. I'm just saying that by the numbers, statistically, that offense passes the ball a lot more with Dak Prescott than uh, the Seahawks do with Russell Wilson. And the Seahawks run the ball a lot more than the Cowboys do, and they got a lot more yards. But the problem is that I don't think the Seahawks have a very well-established running back. They have their running back, I, I can't even remember his name, um, and Russell Wilson as their two main running options. And yes, the, the, those are very good running options, and they keep the defense honest. But I don't, I don't think that's going to be enough. The Seahawks do not excel at defending the pass or the run, which I think will allow the Cowboys to to do what they want with Ezekiel Elliott and passing the ball to Amari Cooper or Cole Beasley, whoever they want really, because the Seahawks have no way of slowing them down. Now, the Cowboys, on the other hand, are, also aren't great at, at, at uh, defending the, the pass, but they're great at defending the rush. They're fifth in the league at defending the rush. They do it extremely well, and the thing that because they do that, they will stop the Seahawks from doing what they do best offensively, which is run the ball and keep the ball on the ground. And I think that they'll, they'll force the Seahawks to throw the ball. Now, my fear for the Cowboys is when they do force the Seahawks to throw, will they be able to force turnovers or incompletions? Or will we see um, Russell Wilson make these crazy plays with his feet and his arm? And the Cowboys have no way to stop them. I think that they'll struggle with that for part of the game, but ultimately they'll 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 make stops when they need to. And 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 here's why I think that they'll stop the run. They played well against Saquon Barkley, the, one of the league's best running backs. On uh, well, this past week on 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 Sunday, and yeah, you can say, oh, he had like 107, 108 yards. So yeah, they didn't really stop him. But if you remove his one run where he had 68 yards, he had a total of 40 yards running on 16 carries. If you remove that one 68-yard run, because that's just who Saquon is, he's an explosive runner where, where like Adrian Peterson, he'll just pound the rock and he won't get a whole bunch of yards. But then, but then he'll have that one big run that I'll get a, a lot of his yards and that's it. So I think that they're a great defense um, against the run, and I think that they'll stop the Seahawks from running the ball, doing what they do best, because there's no way that you can say that the Seahawks running backs are better than Saquon Barkley. They're just not. And and also, in addition to that, the Cowboys are 7-1 at home. The Seahawks are 4-4 four four away. I know, I know the Seahawks beat the Cowboys earlier, but I don't see that happening again. And the last time that they were in the playoffs... Uh, the Cowboys were. Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott played both really well. I think they put up over 30 points or something like that. But their defense gave up a last-second field goal to Aaron Rodgers, which gave them the loss. So I think it's unfair to say, hey, they're going to lose because they've lost in the past. Because if you look at the reason why they lost in the past, it wasn't because of their offense. Even though they got into a hole early on, I think the Cowboys get off to an early lead. And they just maintain that lead throughout the whole game. And I think I think they get the win. It's gonna be close, though. The the Seahawks are are capable of coming back and and putting up a fight. But I think the Cowboys hang on and win.
Starting off Sunday's matchup will be the Chargers and the Ravens. It will be held in Baltimore. But I think that the Chargers will win. The Char- uh, right, I'm going to start off with both teams are really, really good with the way that the situation is where Chargers are 7-1 and away and the Ravens are 6-2 and when they play at home. So both teams do, do exceptionally well in for the Chargers' case when they're away from home and for the Ravens' case when they are at home. Now, the Ravens have the second-best defense in the NFL. They're pretty well-rounded there. But I believe that on offense, they're pretty one-dimensional. You know what they're going to do, which is run the ball. They're not going to really pass that much. They will if they have to, but they're not going to. Um, a lot of people I hear are going back to that Week 16 matchup, and and they're saying, oh, the Ravens are going to do the exact same thing again defensively because they held the Chargers to a horrible game, 10 points. And yeah, the Ravens did, and they won that game. But the Chargers played their worst offensive game they have this whole season. Let let me pull out the stats from that game. Same with Philip Rivers. He played his worst game of the whole season in that game. They scored 10 points, which is their least for the whole season. And they're a pretty good offense, I would say. And I go to their stats for that game. Philip Rivers had 181 yards total. That's pretty low. Melvin Gordon had 41 yards carrying the ball, and it's pretty low too. If I go to the box score for Philip Rivers, he had 51.7 quarterback rating, his lowest of the year. He had zero touchdowns and two interceptions. That's like the first time this whole season that he's had zero touchdowns in a game. Passing, that is. They just didn't move the ball well. At home, and, and I don't think that that will happen again. I mean, I mean, you go back and watch that game. The Ravens had them dead from from the jump, and I just don't see that happening again. I mean, even though they were down, I mean, not not down, but even though, even though the Chargers were playing horrible for that whole game, they were still in it. It was still a one possession game until. And Antonio Gates on the last drive down, fumbled the ball, and the Ravens returned it for six for a touchdown. Do I think that's going to happen again? No. I don't think that the Chargers have a horrible game again. I don't think they they have that many turnovers again where they have like three or four turnovers. I just don't see it happening. And you can go back uh, last week against the Browns where... Where the Ravens got scored on against the Brown, against the Browns, and Baker Mayfield had a chance to win the game despite having three turnovers. It was a two possession, not two possession, a two point game, and the Browns still had a chance to win. So I think that the the Chargers can learn from that game, and they will, and it'll result in them winning. It's gonna be close, and the one statistic that you can always look to is that this is a young team. With a young quarterback, well, not a young team, but a, but a young quarterback leading this team. And I think that's going to cost them. Rookie quarterbacks versus veteran quarterbacks in the playoffs uh, since 2010 have been 0-5. And, and, I, th- and I think that's trend's going to continue because I just don't see Lamar Jackson having that same sort of performance that, that he's had in the regular season happening again in the playoffs, especially after playing the Chargers already, 
I think the Chargers learn from that loss, learn from the Browns, and they come out on top. But it'll be a tough game, but ultimately they'll win, and they'll do everything they can to stop Lamar Jackson from you know, doing what he does best. Next up is the Eagles and Bears game. Now, for me, this is the toughest game to call, aside from the Cowboys and Seahawks game. And it's very interesting that it's the toughest game for me to call, especially since, since it's a three-seed against a six-seed. So you think that, you know, the Bears would just win, like, just three-seed, six-seed, three-seed wins. But I think that this this playoffs, both both of the six seeds, in the NFC and AFC, will win. The Colts will win, and I believe that the Eagles will win. Now, you can throw all the stats at me you want. The Bears have the best defense in the fall. Best against the rush. Seventh against the pass. The Eagles don't have a spectacular defense. They're seventh against the rush, but they're not too great against the pass. Now, for me, this comes down to strategy. The Bears' strategy is to run the ball, which is what the Eagles do best defensively. Now, the Eagles... Defense is horrible against the pass, but I don't think that Matt Nagy will, the, the coach for the uh, Bears, will have Mitchell Trubisky, the quarterback of the Bears, attack that weakness in the Eagles' defense because he just isn't that guy. He's not an accurate thrower of the ball. Last year in the playoffs, Minnesota had had, had the number one defense in the, in the uh, NFC Conference Championship, and Nick Foles put up like 38 points on them. They the Eagles won that game 38 to 3. Same case, they didn't have a crazy good quarterback. They had Case Keenum. Now Case Keenum I believe is a better throw of the ball than than Mitchell Trubisky. But they but but on offense they had a good attack. They had Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, Case Keenum, and then great running backs. I think they had Latavius Murray on the team. They might have um and, and I see the same thing with, with Chicago. They have Mitchell Trubisky, who I believe is not as good of a thrower as Case Keenum, but is a better runner of the football than Case Keenum, so he can get outside of the pocket and make plays with his legs. But they have Case Keenum and Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard. I can't name their wide receivers because I don't know. So talent-wise, I don't see as much talent on that team when it comes to how they can attack and the Eagles when they're on offense. Do do I think that Nick Foles is going to make some mistakes against that defense because Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks are going to terrorize them? Yes, he will. But I don't think it's going to cost him the game. So I have the Eagles winning this game. It's going to be tight for maybe like three quarters. It's going to be in Chicago. It's going to be cold. It's going to be, it's going to be tight. It's going to be a tight game. But I believe that the Eagles will pull away in the fourth quarter and win by double digits in the end. We'll see tomorrow and on Sunday if if my predictions are correct of who will win. I really hope I am because this is the because it's the G truth and there's nothing but the truth. But I believe that the Colts will beat the Texans, the Cowboys will beat the Seahawks, the Chargers will beat the Ravens, and. The Eagles will beat the Bears. Um, those are my predictions. Stamped and final. Hopefully they're right. It should make for pretty interesting stories and narratives. And I think this is going to be one of the best playoffs that we've seen in a long time. Especially since we don't really know who 
or, or it's a lot more difficult to say this team will win for sure in the playoffs. So hopefully my picks are, are right. And with that being said, this is the G-Truth. And the G-Truth is out. Peace.